Hello, celestial beings and witch-curious folks. Welcome to Weechi with Michi, a podcast to help you connect with the Skosmos. Get ready to skank through the stars and join us as we discover the magical world of Ska astrology and tarot together. My name is Celine, and with me is the spellbinding Michi. Together as Ska-jacent baby witches, we will learn together as we journey through the Zodiac, unravel the mysteries of the tarot, and navigate the scosmic currents of our lives. So hold on to your broomsticks, Ska-gazers, as these two witchy babies explore the Ska-cane arts. We have a very special episode today. Today, 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 it is Pride Month. (laughs) That actually is written here. I meant to say that. Um, We have a yeah. We have a very special guest that we will introduce you in the moment. Um, Our theme song is by the husband. Mike, my husband, husband. (laughs) of Mega Infinity. And it's a kind of like remix of, is it Mercury Retrograde? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'll throw it to you for our ska formation. It's time for some ska formations. So on the first episode of Getting Weechi with Michi, I uh, introduced the idea of affirmations, which are just you know, statements that we use to help reframe our thoughts and um, and kind of act almost as a mini spell when you say them and you believe them and you put that out there in the universe and putting that together with Ska and our community of people being together when we sing back all the words to a song, to a band, we're speaking that into the universe. So th- the way that um, I like to practice them with opening, getting Michi, getting Weechi with <laughs> Michi, getting Weechi with me. <laughs> um, I will say the phrase, and if you feel so moved to repeat it the second time, feel free. So uh, this month I picked uh, from Jer's song, Nobody Can Dull My Sparkle, on their album Bothered Unbothered. I'm vibing, I'm thriving, I'm living my best life. Okay, can you say that one more time? I'm vibing, I'm, I'm thriving, vibing. I'm thriving, I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life. That's very good. Let's say it together <laughs> to make it extra magic. I'm, I'm vibing. vibing, I'm thriving, and I'm living. living. My best life. life. (laughs) And that's how you do it on Zoom, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll edit it so it all, there's no way. There's literally no way. There won't be any delays. And engineer Joey is nodding his head with his thumbs up saying that will be done. And that's possible. possible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What witchy, what witchy things have you been up to? What are your what's your current witchy checkered past? Well, I slept through the last full moon. <laughs> hey, I had plans full moons are great and then for I that. fell asleep because I was exhausted. But I kind of feel like I've been a 
yeah i was very tired i was very very tired uh <laughs> i feel like the collective I, is tired yeah it's just a it's a vibe i think also um I mean, it was before the smoke blew down here, but still, like... Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. <laughs> Wildfires can't be fire. attributed to you I, singly. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been stuff. throwing out my cigarettes out my window just, like, all the time. So, no, I'm just kidding. I don't smoke <laughs> <laughs> How could you do that, Sylvan? I look for the driest point I can find, and then I just fucking flick my cigarette. <laughs> no. Wow. Apparently, that's, like, how so many fires get started which is like the worst and it's like that's such an alberta thing that's such an alberta thing that's like slightly better than like whatever happened in california with that uh (laughs) gender reveal party (laughs) what doing it for the gram (sighs) wildfires for the gram i I feel like this has been like a slow too soon too soon there was one day that i felt that like i manifested something and it wasn't for me. It was for Hans Gruber and the diehards. I manifest. I was trying to manifest it for me. And then it happened to them. What? I, was like, I feel like I did that. <laughs> no, for real, though. Apparently, you do have to be so specific because, like, I don't know. There was one of my, like, tarot people that I used to go to. She, um, like, mentioned just, like, how she was, like, well, if you're asking, like, let's say you're, like, so burnt out and you're, like, oh, my God, I just want some rest. She's, like, that's how you get in an accident sometimes. She's, like, sometimes if you're asking for rest, the universe is, like, you know what's going to make you rest? A broken arm. Like, (laughs) now you're going to rest for six weeks, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite authors, uh, she writes a lot about, like, um, A Course of Miracles and she'll always say like you know when you see the thing that you that you are trying to manifest happen for someone else that's just proof to you that the universe can make it happen for you and you have to like hold on to that so uh, i mean it was a really silly thing that i was trying to manifest because i saw somebody tweeted about cat by getting played in a strip club (laughs) and i was like oh my god that is so funny like and then cat tweeted a picture of them with a bunch of pole dancers Oh, and that's literally I was like, that has to happen to me. That's like, amazing. That, that ha- I'm not going to stop until that happens to me. And then when Hans Gruber were playing in um, Las Vegas, all the dancers got up on the bar <sighs> wearing their merchandise dancing. Oh, my and God. I was like, oh, amazing. my God. Did I do that? Like, you did might I manifest have. that? You might have. You might have. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have something ugh, I don't know it's hard I actually did the last new moon um I and there's a new moon coming up this weekend I did like a candle spell actually for like a business loan and so whatever we're opening up a new location for our business and it's been like really crazy and like I just realized like when you don't come from money it's like impossible for people to give you money and whatever socioeconomics suck um capitalism's a real bummer so it was like looking pretty bleak so we ended up going through this kind of like third party I never felt like super good for it but it was like we felt like okay like we either take this like third party loan or the business doesn't happen which I suppose I need more faith than that but I don't blame us for like doing what we did but like Sunday at noon I got like the email that like the loan that I actually wanted from the place that I wanted like and almost to the exact amount I we got approved for 
So it's really oh, good. Yeah, but we have to actually like we're not allowed to take out another loan with the loan we have, but we're we're able to bail out of the kind of shitty loan. And then once I that's what I was doing today. And then once we bail out of that, we can get the good loan. But anyways, I like literally wrote like fifty thousand on this like green candle and like yeah I I guess it's hard because like when you I haven't had like a if I really do like a solid ass like candle spell and really focus on it so far it hasn't done me wrong but like it takes a while and it's hard to have faith you know it's hard to like trust your own magic if that resonates it is hard to trust your own magic (sighs) it's hard to trust your own magic but then the proof's always in the, uh, yeah, I guess my thing is just like, like, it's always just like letting go of control, you know? That yeah. was my biggest new moon lesson. <laughs> it's just like, it. but if you put that much power into something, like how could it not, you know? Yeah. How could it not? But yeah, anyways, so that was good. And then otherwise, apparently like this new moon that's like coming up this episode will be released in two weeks and what is it june 13th today yeah, yeah. and i think it's like a new moon in gemini which is pretty wild because it's gonna be crazy so i'm just very interested in yeah communication this week i think there's some like i think mercury's in pluto anyways astrology's crazy <laughs> But apparently you're not supposed to do rituals at this new moon for like some reasons with like the planet transits, oh, which I'm like the not knowledgeable enough to too. like tell you exactly. Ooh, <gasps> buck moon. I don't know what a buck moon means, but I just know it's coming. <laughs> but I like it and I'm ready. <laughs> My body's ready. Okay. I think that's as good. <laughs> Joey, engineer Joey said that he's going to wear his Bucky's outfit for the buck moon. Because he's going <laughs> to go full buck. <laughs> And for our Canadian <laughs> listeners, um, just Google Buckies and figure it out. <laughs> B-U-C-C-E-E-S. You can beat the beaver. <laughs> yeah, beat the beef. <laughs> okay, now is as good of time as any to introduce our very special guest, Jenny the Mermaid Mystic. Hi, Jenny. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Um, So just so you know, I mean, I like dabble in astrology and tarot. I guess maybe I'm like leaning into more astrology lately, but Michi is our in-house tarot specialist. I'm baby a tarot. tarot reader. <laughs> oh, wonderful. That's fantastic. She's, they said, I'm a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying we have mommy on. See, this is Mom. the thing. You don't let me interrupt you because it's just going to be stupid. We call, I just said we have mommy on for our babies. Mommy. Okay. You're mommy. <laughs> oh my God. Mystic Mama is here. She's mother. Okay. She's mother. Carol mother. All right. I love it. Very funny because I don't have kids and never have never wanted to have kids. But well, I'll you be have two babies. I do now. <laughs> Whether you want it or not. No, you can always give us back. <laughs> non consensual babies. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> you just see how Tarot is like, I don't know, like the tough version of mom. Like just as loving as a mom, but like just as tough as a, like if you can think of a real no-nonsense mom, that's Tarot. 
<laughs> Taro <Tarot> is our <laughs> mother. Taro <laughs> is our mother. You, yeah, if, yeah. Taro, I feel like is that figure, that voice that I feel like is more loving than we ever are to ourselves, but more no nonsense. Like it will just call us unapologetically on what's holding us back, and not, you know, people will say that tarot gives you shade, but I think what the shade is how accurate it is. It's not that yeah. it's unkind, but it's always you'll be like, yeah, ain't that the truth? You're like, okay, <laughs> didn't ask but, you to tell me the truth. <laughs> I just wanted a card of the day and now I'm like sweating and crying. <laughs> I always say like tarot. I have like, I actually have this in real life, like Oracle decks. Like sometimes you ask your friend what you should do when you like, you know, you have a friend that tells you what you want to hear. And to me, that's like kind of an Oracle deck. And then sometimes you have the friend that you're like, ah, they're going to tell me the honest truth. And that's tarot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes there's okay, a place for that, so... right? Like I, I have seen where yeah. you might not need the tarot reading. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Mm. It actually froze and then it like backtracked, interrupt you. Okay. All good. All <laughs> my ADHD knows no time. Okay. <laughs> I'll just wait to be asked a question. <laughs> no, you're doing great. We'll all interrupt each other and Joey will deal with it later. Um <laughs> <laughs> um what is your okay it's time it's time for the the checkered past of it all what is your jenny checkered past with tarot and other witchy things please oh. tell us how you got into anything witch adjacent and your tarot journey please take the floor <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you mama's here okay so <laughs> all of it was when I was a kid like my really big my really big moments for um witchcraft and tarot were both when I was kids so um tarot I really like my tarot story as a learning opportunity because I think it's a really good example of how tarot gives us what we need and not necessarily what we want, but how what we need is is better. Um, so I got my first tarot deck by accident when I was 12 years old. I'm going to say by accident in quotations because no accidents. And um, I just started junior high. So here in, in my province, that's grade seven. So I was 12. And this is like before the age of the internet. So, you know, kids were more sheltered. And like the summer going into grade seven, I still had like a doll hospital up and I was still going to the forest to look for fairies. Like I wasn't cool. I, I looked like Bodo <laughs> Baggins' twin sister. Like I had this huge bushy hair and like I my feet were size 10 and I was like five foot one. Like I really looked like a hobbit. And so I got to grade seven. <laughs> And, um, and I love hobbits, like love them, but you know, it's not like a cool vibe. <laughs> um, and so I got to junior high and I was bullied really badly. It was really, school was a really, it was really tough. It was really hard. The kids were really mean. And I quickly realized yeah. that I did not fit in and I needed to learn how to fit in. And I was like, I got to figure out how to be cool fast because my fantasy novels aren't doing it. And so I discovered this magazine called Young and Modern YM magazine. And, you know, it was, you know, those like fashion tips and how do your makeup and like, are you a girly girl or like a posh girl? You know, all those like quizzes. And yeah. I was like, right, this is it. This is going to help me be cool so I can fit in just so the kids will leave me alone. <laughs> and lo and behold, I start buying this magazine and one month it comes with 
a major arcana tarot deck. It comes with a cardboard, cardboard, you know, that cardstock paper. And it comes with one of those decks and you just like fold and tear the cards. And then it has a little write up. And I very quickly forgot about being cool and just like loved tarot so much. And I just had this special box for it. And I would only read it certain places in my house. And that was the beginning of my tarot journey. And I thought that was great because I just saw spirit really providing for me through tarot what I actually needed, which was a channel to really be my true self instead of trying to fit in. That's really magical. Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) Okay, so that's how you first got into it. But like, what was the like journey you went on because like I well I'll just I'll just digress here so Jenny and I both used to work on a local like avenue like the punk rock counterculture avenue on um in Edmonton so we both worked so I worked at like the rockabilly psychabilly store and uh Jenny worked at like the like Doc Martens like vintage store so that's how we like started to know each other just being little fellow weirdos <laughs> that worked on White Avenue. So what was your journey I guess to like get into it like more professionally and like I obviously just kind of seen your journey um where you like really dived into it. It obviously seems like incredibly like authentic to you. Um, And it's been really cool to see you just like thrive and be so good at it. So, yeah, I'm just curious about how you got to doing it more professionally and got more into it. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. So uh, professionally, so I, um, so as I'm a Virgo, okay, (laughs) we're going to talk about astrology. And when I in my early twenties was when I started to take tarot more seriously. And I started journaling all of my readings. I would journal my feelings about them. And I'd always leave a section of my journal set outcome. So I could write how that reading played out in my life, where my intuition was correct, Mm. making where I was misreading on purpose. You know, sometimes you get a reading and you're like, I don't like that answer. (laughs) You go back. (laughs) So I, so professionally, so I was reading for people a lot in my twenties, um, but I never thought I could do it professionally. And I think it's just one of those things where you just don't know it's possible. You know, you just, you're not like, I can be a professional mm-hmm. witch and make a living. You just think that's bananas. You've got to grow up, you know, and like be the man. And I went to university in my late twenties and quickly realized I was like, I still don't fit in. <laughs> And, but I was like, okay, but I do really love what I'm studying. I was studying uh, French and Spanish translation, which by the way, tarot is totally a language. And it's really cool to see how academia and spirituality actually can be really good friends. But that's another story. So I, I started to just really feel like I have to follow this, you know, like it is a calling and you're just like, I, I have to do this more. I'm being asked to do it more. And so I... I uh, got asked to do some charity events. I did charity events and that was really fantastic experience because the, you're not getting paid. So like the pressure is kind of lifted. You're not like, Oh God, I got you so good. You're just like, I want to do so well, but also like you're just getting a free reading. So, and that was really fantastic experience to read for strangers. Cause that's when you start to really be like, let's see, right. I don't know you. I don't know your past. Um, and then I started reading at like a witchy store here in Edmonton. And then I started reading at markets. Like it was kind of like a slow progress. Like I was doing my own thing and then I started doing it from my house and then COVID hit and I was like, well, what am I going to do for money? <laughs> and this is another example yeah. where like, tarot was really there for me. Like money back please. in grade seven, uh, it was just that push. You know? It was like, 
Well, it was basically like, this is all you can do right now. You know, like that's all you have an opportunity for. So do it. And I was like, okay. So I just like threw my stuff on Etsy and then it just like took off. And then, and then I've continued all you know various different paths of study and spirituality branching on other areas. But it was really like, uh, of course, COVID was very terrible, but it was the, like from my own experience with it, it really did force me to make it happen. Um, I have like, I'm going to throw it to Michi right away. I have one other question before I do that. I just find it like, so I find it interesting. So we have like the discord with like our, um, checkered past Patreon. And I find like, everyone's like open to it, but like, there's definitely like a huge amount of like skepticism and cynicism with like astrology and tarot. So I guess what I'm curious of is like, obviously you were like educated, you were like got fairly far in academia. So it's like bridging that kind of like logical academic side with that like spiritual woo woo side for lack of a better term. Like how do you bridge that? Yeah, I love that. I love it so much. Um, to me, they need each other. I think a life lived with just logic is very dry. And humans, regardless of whether you believe in tarot or astrology, are intuitive. We are meant to trust those gut feelings. And you do see these in fields, right? You hear about um, like cops who are just like, you know, that gut feeling that they had about something. So you do see intuition. You see intuition in science, you know, when a scientist has been trying to sort something out and the idea just comes. So we're seeing this inspiration right? This, this channeling of ideas of pathways forward through spirit, through the universe, however you want to say, in fields that you would not associate with any sort of like spiritual practice. So I think just as humans, like we are not just, we're not calculators, we're not computers. We are meant to be creative as well, whether that's creative and spiritual or whatever. So to me, to have a creative spiritual practice is logical because I'm embodying my wholeness as a human this way, instead of denying something that is really inherently human. It's one of the things that connects almost all cultures is some sort of spiritual belief system. And pertaining to the cynicism, I would have to say that we have to check our expectations with spirituality because while we're talking about magic, it's not some magic solution. It's not as if you wave a magic wand and all of your problems go away. A path of spirituality of magic is really about becoming who we are becoming and inevitably we will face challenges and have to go through difficulties. But how do we alchemize those difficulties through a spiritual path in order to be our purest, highest vibrational selves? And that inevitably is not ever going to be a quick fix. So, but it is a very juicy, rewarding, liberating path. So I think to the cynics, um, you know, we don't look to witchcraft or tarot or astrology to just snap our fingers and wave all of our problems away. It awakens within us connection to spirit, guidance, intuition that helps us navigate those with class and purpose and passion to become who we are really meant to be. Damn. <laughs> and that my friends is a mic drop um <laughs> yeah me just dropped a mic so, you know, I think incredible miming you know if you get you can get tarot readings till you're blue in the face you can go for a tarot reading every week and if you don't follow that guidance nothing's going to happen and the problem is not the reading the problem is that you didn't follow the guidance right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Michi, I'll throw it over to you. You had some perfect questions. I actually, my question was about your first deck and 
I found it to be really interesting that it kind of just found its way to you because um, I have heard from fellow baby tarot readers that your first deck that you're supposed to like learn on is one that someone's supposed to gift you. Do you Mm -hmm. believe that's true? Or do you think like anybody could just go to the store and buy one? I I don't think that's true. Um, I think this is a really good example of how spirituality shifts and changes over the years as humans shift and change. Like it's not stagnant because we're not stagnant. So if that was true at one time, and perhaps it was pertinent at that time, perhaps that was helpful. But I don't think it's helpful anymore because that's still looking for permission from outside of ourselves to Mm. follow our path, right? Mm -hmm. And I also, gosh, I wish I remember which book I was reading, but one of my tarot books I was reading about it and there is a suggestion that this was like a rumor started in Victoria, England, when the occult had like a revitalization and was very popular. And this was a rumor started to add a level of mysticism. Uh, Another place I think that might have started was I was reading at a market and I met this woman who was playing cards and she identified as gypsy. And she told me in her tradition, the passing down of the knowledge is through family. So you would receive it from your family. But also that nowadays, like, people are more spread out and that's not always the case. So if you feel a calling, I think what's changed now is that so much of our connection to spirit has been smothered. So now I think it's really important if you feel that calling that you give yourself permission to explore it instead of waiting for someone else to give it to you. I love that. That makes so much sense. I mean, even um, even like in Italian witchcraft, they always say like, oh, you have to be like initiated into it. But all of my ancestors are dead. <laughs> so it's kind of like, how am I supposed to be initiated into this? Yeah, like, that's too, right. Especially, um, you know, if there's been a cutoff from your roots. You're like, who? <laughs> like, how am I supposed to do this? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's going to give me this? this um <laughs> cure to the evil eye like yes. no one's going to i have to figure it out myself <laughs> I think too, like, no one's gonna just give me this tarot deck i gotta buy it <laughs> well there like you know uh, there's this great quote uh, from i think it's gustav Mahler, and he says that tradition is the preservation of the fire and not the worship of the ashes so we have to allow our practice uh, right to grow and evolve as we grow yeah. and evolve and we're so spiritually starved, like we're doing this in the West and we're, there's a real spiritual starvation. So I think it makes sense that more and more people would feel um, a calling, an awakening, a curiosity, a desire to explore. And you could, you know, yeah, you, we can talk about the problems of capitalization and just seeing like decks everywhere. But we can also see it as now there is more access than ever before. And this, you know, that's going to come with whatever good or bad, but at least now there are way more opportunities for those called to reawaken this connection to spirit i love that yeah (laughs) that was one of my two questions my other one was actually about reading itself so um i've mostly only read for myself and i've like read for friends at parties but i've never had anyone explain to me so if i'm pulling a card from the deck and it's facing upside down towards me but it's right side up where they're sitting, which way do I read it? 
Oh, what an interesting question. I love that, that perspective. So um, tarot is your language. It's your tarot deck. You are the one translating. So I would just say set the intention before reading your cards and you will decide. Generally, I would say if you're reading for someone else, it is from your perspective. It's from your lens. So the okay. upright part you is upright. If it's reversed right. you, it's reversed. Um, but mm. um, I would just decide that ahead of time and feel very like sure and certain like this is how I read so that when that does come up, there's no wibbly wobblies. There's no uncertainty. You're just like, yeah, that's reversed. Thank you. That's really helpful. So it was like letting party, the- just like, what do I do? <laughs> it was definitely wibbly wobbly. <laughs> also, um, I you feel know, like you're very good at your readings. They're just giving a compliment. That's all. To me, she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on, Jenny. No, not at all. And some people don't even read reversals and they give marvelous tarot readings. So tarot really is the, like to me, even studying tarot, it's the study of human nature. It's the study of our story. It's the study of our life experience. So, um, there's not as many rules, I think, as people think. Uh, we live in a society with so many yeah. rules, like right and wrong and, you know, punitive justice, so that if you get something wrong, you're going to be punished. So we get a little scared with our readings. But I would say, like, let spirit be your teacher. Let mistakes just be opportunities to learn instead of being scared that you're wrong. And, and then you can kind of make some of your own rules when you're reading. Hell yeah. Thank you. My pleasure. Do you have any other like cardomancy that you're interested in besides tarot? Um, I will do oracle, but not so much cartomancy. Like I don't read with playing cards, but I do read the runes and I love those very much. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> My cousin They're reads funny. runes. I, I haven't gotten into it, but I remember getting something like cutouts in a magazine of runes <gasps> as a kid too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so look maybe at you. I should oh get back into it. <laughs> This might be your sign. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading that and just being like, what is all this? And punch oh, them yeah. out. Like the same way when you're telling the story, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I love that. I've never heard anyone else with a story like me before. This is so special. Oh, I love that. Well, special. maybe it's time Some, to Something's it. happening. Something, something's happening. <laughs> it is a magical podcast. Magical magic yeah. podcast. You guys are right beside each other, like to me on the screen. So you both like waved, but like your hands were going back and forth together. And I was like, something is happening. Something really is happening. Here goes. Yeah. Wave. Jenny, do the wave. This one. Yeah, that one. Wait. <laughs> this is oh. for a patron. We're reenacting that Matisse painting. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I like it. <laughs> Something good's happening. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have some very special questions from our Discord. Pay, pay to play, baby. <laughs> pay to play. Pay to play. Okay, so Crash from our Discord asked, I have tarot cards, but IDK where slash how to start. If she has any advice slash resources, that would be a maze. Oh, <laughs> yes. such a good, well yes. put question. 
<laughs> I love it. So for resources, um, there's two online resources that I re- recommend, um, labyrinthos.com and Bidi Tarot. And both of those are like, you can look up the website for free and they've got great, I see Michi being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got great write-ups. <laughs> and so that's a nice way to start because, you know, with Witchcraft with Tarot, you don't have to spend a lot of money to learn this. There are lots of sources out there that are affordable. So those are two. Um, although there are some really great books. Uh, there's so many good books. I don't even know where to start with that. Let's start with the website. But where I can tell you to start is, so I understand that when you are pulling cards, you are having a conversation with the divine, you, or however you want to phrase that, with your higher self, with the universe, with God, whatever. Pick your vocabulary that suits your belief system. And so I would say, One, be really patient because learning tarot is a lifelong journey and your relationship with it will shift and evolve as you shift and evolve. So don't put pressure on yourself to be like, I got to memorize all the cards and, and oh my God, I got to read for right? Just like start, enjoy. Two, um, I would start pulling questions when you're having this conversation with the divine, um, simple questions and simple spreads, really like a three or four card spread. It's simple. It's straightforward. And it, like you can get a ton of information. And if you're not sure what a tarot spread is, a tarot spread is the formation in which we put down the cards. So if you were asking a question for guidance, let's say you were like, oh, I really want a new job. Um, I'm not really sure where to, how to move forward with this. You could do a four card spread and the first card would be situation. The second card would be an obstacle you're navigating. The third card would be the recommended advice. And the fourth card would be the likely outcome should you follow this advice. So that's a tarot spread. Simple spreads, simple questions, write them down. Um, and just like, just just enjoy it. I know that sounds like, just yeah. have fun. But <laughs> when we put so much pressure on ourselves, it smushes our intuition. So like learn about the tarot, yeah. read the websites, right? But allow your intuition to pull, come through. Like when you pull the cards, sit, you know, like sit with those cards intuitively. What's coming through first, right? Like if you're sitting there and your, uh, recommendation, your recommended action is the fool and you're just getting this sense of like, you're just seeing the sun shining so brightly and you're like, I really think I'm supposed to shine my light. Then that's really important because that's your intuition talking to you. So, so start with that and then look up in the book. Well, what does that mean? And then you're going to see how your intuition and the book meanings often kind of align. And even if they're different, um, just how your intuition is talking to you. So to summarize, to answer this question, uh, the resources I go online to those two websites, um, I would start with simple tarot spreads, which you can can look up online as well. You can go on Pinterest, you can Google them, uh, Instagram, look up the hashtag tarot spreads. Um, and then when, when you pull the cards, let your intuition talk first, then look up the meanings. And I do recommend recording your readings because it's so easy to sit and be like, I don't get this. And then just like pack up the cards and walk away. But if you sit down and you make yourself jot out, even like point form notes, you're making yourself slow down. You're making your mind slow down, which allows the intuitive part of your mind to open up to receive that guidance from spirit. And then when you, you end up having your own sort of like tarot book of shadows when you do this. So you're going to be able to look back on all of the readings that you've done and start to see how tarot works for you. That's magical. Yeah. With the K. Um, <laughs> so yes. we have, um, four discord questions total. Um, so Scott Punk International asks, <laughs> I laugh because Chris is our very good friend, um, and technically our executive producer, producer. Is that the title Scott we gave him? Associate. 
Chris, Chris Reeves, Scott associate producer. Okay. So Scott Punk International asks, how do I know if a tarot reader is reputable? AKA I've seen the psychic near our house for years. That is a big sign that says tarot readings for $10. I've always felt unsure about checking it out. What should I be looking for to know if I should run the other way or not? Especially now Ooh. that people I trust like y'all can do it and I'd rather support you. Sorry, I'm rambling. Um, but I, I think that's a really great question. I guess like, um, yeah, I guess red flags possibly uh, in tarot readers. Yeah. So, oh gosh. Okay. So one thing that's really, really important to look out for right now are all the scam tarot readers on Instagram. And those are the people who are not readers, but they're pretending to be readers. So they steal the reader's images and then they uh, make a pay and then they block us. Right. So I've had people do this to me. They like screenshot my images and that or whatever, however they take them, then they block me so I can't see them. And then they pretend to be me. And then they reach out to your DMS and they say something like, hello, divine being or some other cheesy shit. And then like, I just felt really cool to like come to you. Like you should have a reading. You don't have to pay me, but here's a link to pay me. So first off, anything online, if a reader messages you online and is like, I was just so drawn to read for you is bullshit. Run away, right? Block, run, block. Yeah. And if you're, you know what? Like there's just a lot of us out there these days. So if you are like, oh, like, ooh, this is looking a little skeezy, then like if they have a website or Instagram page, you know, now with the internet, like see if they have any kind of information like that and then look them up so you can get a better idea of them. But if you're like, uh, cause like $10, 10 readings, you know, if it sounds gimmicky, then I'd be a little careful. Sometimes it's just people not really knowing how to present themselves. But the nowadays, like there's just so many great readers. So I would actually just say, go to your local, like witchy pagan shops, see the readers there because mm, they're more yeah. likely to be a little more legit. Or now with the internet, mm-hmm. you can look up tarot reader look up their instagram or look up their website and then you're going to get an idea of how if they look trustworthy or not and you know like usually if they have a website or something they're going to have reviews and so that is also very helpful that is great okay i'll throw the rest of the discord questions to michi so uh patron chip and Zulsa wanted to know what card slash cards do y'all think would look best as a tattoo and that comes from their partner Whoa, very good (laughs) yeah it's a good question right (laughs) jeez i mean gosh that's like too personal for me to answer you know because like for me i would go for like the hermit right i love the hermit or i'd go for like the high priestess but um, I, I meet a lot of people who are, who are more like metal and they want that like three of swords. They want the devil. I want right? yeah, yeah, the devil. Yeah. I'm like, I want, I'm like devil mis- and I want some chicks. I want some naked chicks on a chain. <laughs> chain them up. <laughs> oh my God. Well, maybe it's like a big dick. Maybe it's just like a big dick devil. <laughs> it's like a baphomet, yes. giant titties. like now with tarot like you can get the smith rider weight but there's like tarot there's art the tattoo artists who would like do their own spin on the tarot card so i would say you can make any of the cards look amazing um obviously the major arcana provides like that's going to be the fool through the world so one uh, zero through 22 the numbered cards uh would make great tattoos but any of them and i would just say pick the ones that are really meaningful for you or well i guess with tattoos they don't have 
to be meaningful. I would just pick the ones that you're like drawn to. You're like, that looks cool already. And then you can go to your tattoo artist and be like, what are we, what are we cooking up? And then together you could make the tattoo tarot meant for you. I love that. <laughs> what would you get me G, if you were getting one? What would you get? Oh, uh, last, uh, the first episode, we were discussing like which tarot card we felt represented us. Yes. And mine was the Queen of Cups. So I feel like I would either get the Queen of Cups or maybe the Moon because it's just so cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, Do you have water in your chart for chance? <laughs> Actually, I don't. Yeah, no, not in your big three. Water yeah, How it's really weird. Ah, I think, <laughs> no, I think of it. Tarot, the first tarot reading I ever got, she told me I was the queen of cups, and I was like, I was just connected with that forever. So I feel like I, I would have to get that. Did you two know <laughs> that like there's astrological signs associated with all the cards? So you could also see. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, I was a like, little. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Gemini is like the yeah. lovers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. And if you want to get um, planetary would, with it, then your planetary we, ruler as a Gemini is Mercury, and Mercury, Mercury is associated with the magician. You could kind of see how the lovers yeah. and the magician uh, resonate with you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they do actually love those. I always say I'm the fool, not as like, oh, but I like the modern witch tarot deck. I'm sure you've seen it. Yes. She has like her cell phone. She has this little dog, and she's like on the cliff. She's like do 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 do. And like I always feel like a baby. Like I don't actually resonate with like past lives and stuff. Like I feel like I'm a baby. Like mm. I feel like I'm almost like experiencing this life almost for the first time, if not like very new so when people anyway so i'm like the fool being like at the start of the deck is very like meaningful to me as well i love that yeah very cool oh, the fool is such a beautiful energy and the fool also is the wise yeah. fool right? there's a lot of wisdom there with i love that. that you're getting like the hermit you're just like no i'm still back to lord of the rings i just want fucking gandalf like <laughs> you're like i'm not a hobbit anymore i'm gandalf <laughs> I can't wait to tell my husband that. I'll be like, remember the nerdy story about how I'm Gandalf? <laughs> the white bitch, not even gray. <laughs> I do have a lot. I do have gray hair. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I'm I like, can because I cut it. That's right. You know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful grays. They it's are. Amazing. Jenny has amazing hair. Oh, thank you. Well, you make it look amazing. So thank you times a thousand. <laughs> it's true it's true i think i have one more question yeah one last okay, question this, before this break. last question is from kyle are there decks that are too for a lack of better word goofy to be trustworthy mm. for example if there's like a simpsons tarot deck is that something that would be taken seriously by someone who knows what they're doing oh Okay, so um, I don't really have a lot of tarot snobbery. Um, I think that if that is something that you just really resonate with and you really love and it awakens your intuition, then that's that, you know? I'm sure there's other people who are like, no, it should be more classic. But here's a great example of on your spiritual path, you are going to decide your own values and your own morals. That's like a big calling for anyone on the spiritual path is to like think for yourself. So, you know, if you were like, oh, like who's not if someone's not going to take this seriously well they might not but if you do and it awakens your intuition then that's what matters most and then by living that path of authenticity you will align with other people of the same 
the this you know who are right for you like your authentic energy will call to theirs so you know if someone doesn't take it seriously say la vie right we're all going to have different opinions i'd say like just follow what lights you up Say you will what I don't say you will say to me and and say love me. Some people also, say I look like my dad. I love, Does anyone know? Remember Bewitched? Be and let's Bewitched. Bewitched. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking what? the same thing. <laughs> if that's not a perfect time for a break, I don't know what <laughs> is. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> This episode of Checkered Past is brought to you by Blendjet. Slynn, you like to make smoothies. I make smoothies every single morning. Tell me about your smoothie journey. Well, I it's my only way I can get vegetables in my body because I like yummy brown golden fried delicious things. So I often call it my scurvy juice to prevent scurvy. What do you put in your smoothies every morning? Um, well, I am a little spinach bitch and a banana. Uh, pro tip, bananas make every smoothie taste good. Okay, banana, chocolate oat milk, and some like legit peanut butter, a little bit of spinach. You're laughing and that tastes like a delicious treat. Well, I just got a blend jet. What? And I've actually been able to make my smoothies fresher because I'll put the ingredients in and take it with me to work because it's portable. And I'll make my smoothie like right, right, right before I drink it. You hit the nail on the head because Blendjet 2 by Blendjet is portable. So you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet. So you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. We got a couple Blendjet 2s. I got mine with like the black marble. It's like a fancy like it's very, faux marble Yeah, thing. it's it's got like kind of some doodly energy to it, yeah, I guess. a little mask. Uh, it's a little mask. I'm not a, always masked. I have masked. a leopard print I got, one. I do some fems. Leopard print? Talk to me about your leopard print. It's pretty fucking fun. There was another leopard print that we were were spying. But, like, it was rainbow leopard. It was Lisa fucking Frank. Lisa fucking Frank, y'all. There's all kinds of crazy-ass colors. That's one of the best things about Blendjet, too. So here's what you need to do. Go to Blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the Promer code. The Promer code. Use that Promer code, Checkered12, to get 12% 12. off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code CHECKERED12 Checkered 12. to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Get it for your scurvy juice. Lisa fucking Frank. <laughs> Welcome back to Getting Weechi with me, Michi. (laughs) And we're here with tarot reader and intuitive Jenny. And she is going to lead us into some readings. Yeah. Thank God. Hold on to your butts. Mom is here. Okay. (laughs) Hold on to your butts. Mom is here. (laughs) 
I'm going to pull a card for each of you. I'll do one at a time. I'll start with you, Solana, if that's okay. You're okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just going to do it. I'll so, you know, just I always do this. I always do this. I'm always like, ah! Okay, what do you want to do? No, no, I understand. Because you're like, what should you go to say? Because you know what's in the tarot. You know what tarot's packing. <laughs> you know that yeah. it oh, could I know. be a few stories. Well, when I have a lot going on, so I'm like, God, what are you going to tell me? <laughs> I bet it's going to be fucking, it's going to be seven of wands. If it's seven of wands, oh, I'm going to like, I love that always part. Like, I know it's always like you're holding too much. Please give a wand away. Like your arms are exploding with wands. Oh, like please give a wand ten away. Of wands? Oh, sorry, yes, ten of wands. Oh ten yeah, wands. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's very Anyways. interesting that that comes up. I've been okay. calling that a lot lately. Hmm. Oh, I was like, I could. We'll talk more. Okay, here I'll pull a card for you. So oh. let's just see. So just take a moment. Just take a nice deep breath. I'm just releasing all the stuff we've been talking about. We've been sewing our noodles with all the talking. So nice deep breaths into the body and just clear your mind and release any expectations of what you think you will or should hear and just be open to the guidance from your higher self. Well, there is a three involved, but it's not the three of swords. It's the empress. Thank fucking God. Whoa! Okay, bitch. Okay, bitch. Okay, bitch. Bow down. (laughs) Bring me things. Bring me things. I want to be brought things. You need a velvet chair. You need velvet cushions. You need some kind of like satin robe, and someone's got to be feeding you grapes. I'm on like a fur seat that is a little beautiful chair. So I'm in the throne already. Um, So, Kate, do you want me to say anything, or you just feel good about this? Please, no. Well, I don't know. I guess like the Empress to me is like a little bit of like okay. So my intuition, I do. Okay, a. I'm going to go into self-care right away. I feel like sometimes it's not about like, it's almost like about like treating yourself as the empress. Like you are your own queen. Like you are your own altar you worship at. Like, so like what makes you feel good? What like nurture yourself? Like, yeah, worship at the altar of yourself is how I'm interpreting that and allowing things to come to me. Like sit back, you've done your work. You've worked your ass off. Like now it's time to like let the universe, like you've done the work. Let the universe allow like the blessings that you've worked your ass off to like come to you now. You can can sit back finally. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah. Okay. I think that line is so brilliant and beautiful. Like you are the altar at which you worship. That's so brilliant. This and the, and the Empress really, so the, Empress is associated with Venus and Venus is like what we value. And it's all that like love and beauty and pleasure. Right. Um, so I think you're just on the nose there because what I felt for you was, it was basically just like, Oh, like when I was pulling the cards, I'll also see like what energies are coming through. And it was just like peace. Like I saw like a crocodile just gliding and you're going to chomp yeah. when the moment's right. So it's all coming. Yeah. So now it's just the time for like, put your phone away. You know what I mean? Like go have yeah. a date, like it's go, fine whatever it's just time to yeah. really like that's love like a relief. Shit out of yourself yeah 
Perfect. That's a relieving and card for pole. Good, good. It's definitely a message of like abundance as well. Three is a number of like manifestation, mind, body, spirit. Um, yeah. So I would definitely say like through allowing and pleasure and just like loving life, things are going to be like snap, crackle, pop very soon. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to cheers to that too. Snap, crackle, yeah. pop. <laughs> I have water, but I'll still cheers you. Do you see that, Joey? Bring me things. The card said, bring me things. You just brought me wine. You literally just brought Aww, me wine. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so nice. Thank you, Joey. Oh, very nice. I'm always on, I'm always telling Joey on Twitter to worship the ground that Celine walks on. Celine, <laughs> you're definitely the fool and the empress. You've got both vibes. I have both vibes. I know. I'm like the fool just fucking off a cliff. And then I'm also like, but I'm a queen. I'm a foolish yes. queen. <laughs> I love a wise, fun, foolish queen. I love it. Okay, perfect. So me too. A youthful, you- a young queen. Yes. A yes. So young. Uh, so young. Like the youngest queen you've ever seen, actually. <laughs> like it's actually crazy. She's a queen. She's so young. Queen. Anyways, Michi, I can't wait. Michi, are you ready? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So nice, same thing. Nice deep breath, my friend. Just nice deep breath. (sighs) Letting go of all the talking we've been doing. And again, just breathing into your body, into your heart space, and just allowing the message that's in your highest good to come through. Ooh! Wow! Oh my gosh! Ten of Cups. This is beautiful. So, yes. Yeah. So it's like whenever we see a 10 in the tarot, it's like a culmination, right? So I kind of got the sense that like, I do think that when I was pulling, I saw you getting a real bird's eye view of the situation and then just like diving after what it is you want. So that's interesting. You and Celine both have some similar kind of energies of like observe and go. So I really see this 10 of Cups. It's just like, um, are you going on vacation at all this summer anywhere? No. Oh, it might be a time but to look at all it. your cups. Yeah. This <laughs> is look like, at all your look at we're holding each other and we're like, look at all your cups. Look at all yeah. your cups you've gotten. The you have so many beautiful cups. I would look at like a little bit of travel because I see this as like you and your husband or like you and your friends like outside really enjoying time. So if that's just spending time wherever you are in your own natural world or actually getting out and about. But this is definitely like a peak experience of just joy and connection. Like the Ten of Cups is all that harmony between like the people that you love. And it doesn't have to be like grand or fancy, but it is this feeling of like well-earned love and harmony between you and those that matter to you. Thus astrology of this card really like backs that up it's like mars and pisces which i always see as like mars being that we think of like the warrior energy it's not just like fighting it's that the warrior shows up to be of service to the community it's like dedicate dedication commitment and then through that you get all the pisces yummy lovely juicy dreaminess so i would just say like things are really going in your favor a lot of love and commitment and harmony with ones yeah Oh, yay. I love that. Thank you. I'm happy. My pleasure. And now a card for the collective. Does that bring up anything for you? Oh, sorry. Did that bring up anything for you? I'm just curious. I'm I'm deeply connected to rainbows. So getting getting that symbol of a rainbow means a lot. (laughs) I feel like that's very affirming. It's like you're fucking on the right track. I guess just knowing you, I feel like my intuition was just like, you've had a hard year and like 
now you're like, I feel like just seeing everything you have going on, like I've seen you just sort of like also like blossom this year and you have your hands in so many different things. And I feel like you've like between Mega Infinity and SBI, like you just have this like beautiful community of people and this like beautiful like life that you've like f- nurtured and now you can kind of like look out and enjoy it. Yay. came through to me like intuitively mm. as you were pulling um yeah i saw the color purple <gasps> um so i guess i felt like my intuition was opening and that was just like it that was all <gasps> i got <laughs> no, that's huge. so um i also uh, do reiki and we often see purple as like the crown chakra and that's really where you're re- oh you do too okay yeah, yeah so you know like that purple can sometimes be a sign that you're like receiving that guidance through the crown because that's how reiki comes in is th- through the crown to the heart and then out our hands so it sounds like you were just seeing your spiritual connection which is so beautiful Okay, so I'll pull apart the sorry, sorry. yeah, rainbow connection, Kermit, (laughs) the Muppets. I love it. Um, card for the collective. Okay, Um, this is for all all y'all. This is for all y'all. Whoever is listening, so same thing. I'm going to give everyone the same thing. Those nice deep breaths. This is always a. You don't want to go into a tarot reading like frazzled. I always say like messy noodles lead to messy readings. So we want to breathe and release some stress. So nice deep breaths wherever you are listening to this. Ah, just keep it out. Yeah, the and just opening your heart, opening your minds for the best message to come through and the highest good of all. Ooh, a tougher medicine for this one, but that's good because this is a great oh, no. example. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we get the five of pentacles. Okay. So this is a message. Hey. For, okay. So this is where, oh, sorry, but really interesting. So the shadow card, have you two heard of the shadow card? No. So that's going to be, so I pulled this card and this is what the card that's on the bottom of the deck. And this is an energy that's really pulsing. It's like the undercurrent of what's going through the question. So we have the king of pentacles. So what's really interesting is like what's really Whoa. going on. I yeah. I that one before. Did you? Oh. Yeah. So the king of pentacles. Yeah, I love that. Is like the epitome of like wealth and success and like fulfillment and abundance. And the five of pentacles is really the opposite. Like the five of pentacles, I think it's a really important card to study and learn from because I think it really captures what so many people are suffering from in our society, which is this perpetual feeling of not being enough right it's this real belief that we cannot be enough i'm not good enough smart enough pretty enough young enough this enough that enough like we really one of the biggest things people struggle with is self-worth and i really see this deeply associated with the five of pentacles so the five of pentacles can come about when our self-worth is because we're too in the material. It's kind of a spiritual poverty. So I've pulled this card for people who make a lot of money. So obviously this isn't just financial, but all of the money in the world or all of the beauty accessories are not going to plug that hole of self-lack if we don't address it on like an emotional level. So I would say for anyone listening to this, just, you know, really connect to your innate sense of worth. 
birth, like really freeing ourselves from this very like patriarchal colonial idea, this Christian idea. So I don't want to, I know everyone has different belief systems, but we do really have a lot of belief systems floating around that you have to earn love. You have to earn um, to be accepted. Uh, we hate capitalism and yeah. organized religion for the okay, most part. Okay, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even just yeah. earn love, earn rest too, I feel yeah. like is a thing. Right, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not good enough. And so we can see here, like the church is right behind them and the church is symbolic of spiritual. So, so to anyone who is struggling with anything like that out there, like just know that those systems, it's, it's okay. It's time to free ourselves from those belief systems that bank off of us feeling like we're not good enough. Like it's very rebellious and badass. Believe like, we are worthy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then and we're seeing a rise of white Christian nationalism right now in the world that's telling everyone, like, if you're not this, this and this, you're nothing. Yeah. So I feel like as a collective reading, that's so on the nose. Yeah. And just to remind Fuck everyone, the church. king of pentacles, the king of pentacles, by the time you get to the king. So this, I think I just want everyone to know the king of pentacles is the goal is where people want to go, which is like fulfillment and abundance and like sustainability. So everyone does want to have more than enough. And it's really okay to do that. And a part of having more than enough is also feeling like we're of service. Like, I don't know most people who are like, I just would like to be Scrooge McDuck and sit on a pile of gold and <laughs> laugh at everyone who doesn't have anything. <laughs> Right. Like, right. Yeah. Backstroke. So most people I know, like their true satisfaction, like, <clears throat> I remember I did, um, soul purpose coaching training and I did a lot of free coaching to learn about, <clears throat> well, to practice and help other people. And I'd always ask one of the questions was if a magic fairy came down like a wish fairy or fairy godmother and said, okay, you have all the resources you need all the time, all the money in the world. What would you do over the next one to three years? And almost everyone had the same answer, which, and those three answers were spend more time with the people I love travel. And there was usually something like creative or a calling to be of service in some capacity. So I think people really do like we get, you know, we look down on other people or people are bad or people are like this in vulnerable moments, like people can be really amazing. So I really see this as if you're struggling right now, like think about what is the king of pentacles for you? What is your vision of fulfillment and sufficiency that really lights you up? And this is just a little bump, whatever troubles you're navigating, this is just a bump on the road to the king of pentacles so really connect to that self-worth and before you know it you will be the king oh that was really lovely yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was cool yeah that was neat okay. it's so funny because when i pulled it before i pulled it reverse the king of pentacles it was oh. almost like i needed it, it, like my deck knew that you were going to give me a new perspective on it <laughs> Oh, I love that. I it, was it was like, keep this in mind. Yeah. Yes. Oh, good. I love the information about the shadow card, too. Yeah. I always like to be like, what's really going on? <laughs> what's the flavor influencing <laughs> it all? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it's game time. Yeah. A, a little game. And then we can shut her down. But okay. So um, I'll throw it over to Michi because it was Michi's idea. But basically we're playing Tarot Taboo. Do you want to do the first one, Michi? And sort uh, of explain yeah. the rules. So usually in the rules of Taboo, you get a card. And at the top, it has like the one thing that you're trying to get the other people to guess. 
and then words you can't say. So I was thinking we'll pull a tarot card. You can't say the suit. You can't say the number. And you can't say, like, if it's a major arcana, like what the actual name is. But we could say other images that are on the card to guess them. That's very fun. So I guess I'll, I'll go first with. Okay, um, I'm, I'm going to look at my deck. deck because I'm not that. Like, I certainly don't have the deck memorized. I wrote down the rules because <laughs> I'm a Virgo. I want to make sure. You <laughs> okay. That's such a Virgo okay, thing okay, to do. Virgo. So I was going to say, wow. <laughs> well, Virgo. I guess I'm just going to pull one and see what happens. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So there's, um, there's two people. There is an angel in the sky looking over them. And it, this card represents Gemini. Is it lovers? <laughs> yeah, it's lovers. <laughs> okay, well, that's just my card. <laughs> just for, for you, Gemini. Oh, my God, beautiful. <laughs> Naked big titties. <laughs> Giant clip. This is me talking to my tattoo artist. the biggest clit you've ever seen (laughs) that's the empress vibe right there (laughs) (laughs) okay I'm gonna pull one okay (laughs) okay can I like veto this one yeah why not there's a whole deck just skip it (laughs) it's just a bunch of sticks oh eight of wands right eight of wands Eight, right? Oh no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just a bunch of sticks. Yeah. Okay, you did get it. Wow. <laughs> okay, well that one was. I'll do one, and I, maybe I won't give up on it. Quite the same. <laughs> um, there is a, um, I guess kind of femme presenting person in a robe, looking like they're in a garden, and they have a little bird on their hand. Oh. And they're looking softly over to the bird. Um, the bird has like kind of a little sprig of feathers on its head. <laughs> what did you say? Nine of pentacles. The nine of pentacles? Is that what you said? Yes, yes, yes. It's nine of pentacles. <laughs> that is one of my It's amazing that you got it. I love that card. It's Venus and Virgo. (laughs) And I'm always like, oh, yes, (laughs) that's my card. I love that card. Yes. That one's so beautiful. I know. I love it. Okay. I will Uh, pull in. for our Patreon to look at the cards. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little dog and a cliff. And a guy (laughs) holding a satchel. (laughs) The fool. (laughs) (laughs) um jenny do you want to pull a car do you want a taboo tarot taboo yes i do let's see let's see here what do we got oh i just pulled the nine of pentacles again what a great game we're doing this every time i'm gonna do what do nine of pentacles like represent 
What is it? Like, because you said it's Venus. Oh, I love it. Yeah, the astrology is Venus and Virgo. So the nine of pentacles is like, it's independence. Um, The the Virgo really brings in like the attention to detail and like the hard work. And the Venus brings in like the beauty and abundance and pleasure. So it's basically like you, um, it encourages independence, but it's talking about feeling very fulfilled, very proud of yourself. And like, you've really made something beautiful. And now it's time to enjoy it. I love that. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a juicy message okay. to get more than once. Another Come. one, another one, another one. <laughs> okay. So for this one, um, we have someone uh, carving a symbol into something. They're sitting on a bench. They are, it looks like they're practicing something. They are it's by themselves. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. What did you say? It's a pentacles, but I forgot which one. Yeah, yeah, Eight yeah, of yeah. pentacles? Yes, yes, yay! Was that it actually? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I saw it. I was, I like, was shuffling them through my cards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear them. And I'm like... Um, nicely done. What a fun game. I think this is a new thing. Tarot Taboo is so fun. I'm obsessed with yeah. Tarot Taboo. What a great game. Uh, just remember uh, Michi of Mega Infinity invented this game and <laughs> we're copying them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure you invented the game of Taboo. <laughs> okay, well, that was like so. This was such a good app. Yeah, this was like, fun. Um, I would so love to. Yeah, is there anything else you want to add before we do our ending scoffermation? And then we'll do like plugs and stuff on like where to find you. Oh, sure. Um, anything. Is there anything else you want to add, I guess, about like tarot? I don't know. <laughs> Ska I music. That, yeah, I think oh. I would just, uh, if I would add, I would just really encourage, I think we, one of the biggest things I see where people get like hold up is this fear of getting it wrong. Um, so I always just really encourage people to just be curious and an open mind, whatever you're exploring, like, like learn what you can, you know, be willing to be wrong, um, connect with other people. I just say like, release the pressure of getting it right, because there's just so many different paths and so many different perspectives. So if you're in alignment with spirit, if you're in alignment with your highest good, you're probably great. So yeah. And I know this is something I'm trying to like do like in every aspect, like if I try something once and I'm not good at it the first time, like good doy, like you've only done it once. Of course you're not good at it. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to lead more with yeah. that, you know. Yeah. It's a craft, <laughs> and Amici, right? if you don't mind leading us. It is. Um, if you don't mind leading us in our ending scoffermation, we'll just like repeat our scoffermation and I'll let you lead that and we'll repeat after you. All right. We got a scoffermation from the Gemini Emperor themselves, Jer. Mm-hmm. I am vibing. I am thriving. I am living my best life. All together I now. Am okay. I'm vibing. I'm vibing. I'm vibing. I'm thriving. I'm thriving. I'm thriving. <laughs> I'm living my best life. And I I'm am living my, my best, best life. life. <laughs> <laughs> That feels good. <laughs> hey, where do yeah. you want to be found, Jenny? Like, I know you are the mermaid mystic on Instagram. Tell us yeah. everywhere we can find you. Yeah. So Instagram, um, I my business is still on Etsy. 
So yeah, if you look up Etsy, it's just Mermaid Mystic Tarot. I can like, I don't know if you have links, like I can send you a link. And on Instagram, I'm Mermaid Mystic. Okay, I'll send a link for that. We can add those in like the description of the podcast. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then Michi, please, tags, what's your plugs? Like all the Mega Infinity. I want to hear about Mega Wednesday. How can we get involved? Um, I'm Mega Infinity. We host a weekly Wednesday night uh, podcast uh, broadcast (laughs) called Mega Wednesday, and that's on twitch.tv slash Mega Wednesday. And we're everywhere as Mega Fam Infinity. Mega Fam Infinity. Okay. And thanks for listening to Ouija with Michi, a spinoff of Checkered Past. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Checkered Past Pod, or send us an email at checkeredpastpod at gmail.com. To support the podcast, you can sign up for the Checkerhead Patreon to get the episodes uncut in both audio or video format. The video format of this episode will only be available on our Patreon. Or you can buy some merch at checkeredpast.ca. Our trombone are engineered and edited by Joey uh, and our witchy theme was provided by D-Glow and is a remix of uh, Mercury Retrograde by Mega Infinity okay that was fucking sweet I love you all you're witchy babes I'm obsessed with both of you <laughs> bye Thank patrons you so and cigarettes <laughs> <laughs>